fair warning, this podcast contains spoilers and adult language. Hello and welcome back to Super Spec Podcast, the podcast where we spectate and speculate about all things supernatural. Last week we talked about 1306 Tombstone and 1307 War of the Worlds. This week we'll be discussing 1308 The Scorpion and the Frog and 1309 The Bad Place. Unfortunately, we are again down one of our hosts. Jen couldn't make it for this episode. We miss her wonderful voice, but she should be back with us soon. In the meantime, we'll dive right in with our hosts, Emily, Chrissy, and Ray Lee. You really don't oh, like. I like people listen people to it when I'm doing other it things. It's background noise. It's usually, like, yeah, like talk TV, like <laughs> or talk radio. I feel like it's an excuse. Yeah, I'm just like <laughs> fine. I can't listen. Like I listen to lots of podcasts, but if I'm doing spreadsheets at work, I can't mm-hmm. listen to a podcast. Yeah, because it distracts me. And yeah, I'm well, that listening. I can't do it when I do I'm stuff like, like that. But when I do I- stuff with my hands. Mm-hmm. Like I listen, and I can't listen to one that's too informative if I need to think. Yeah, too hard. That's true. I mean certain things. Like I feel like ours isn't like that though. <laughs> no, it's really not. Like if you miss a couple seconds, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll, you're not gonna like you're not gonna miss much. I li- mostly just listen to like lore, and my dad wrote a porno because super, <laughs> that one's super. Speaking funny. of lore, uh, actually maybe I won't cut this part out, but lore, like the Aaron Minky lore, is yeah. that we were talking yeah. about? Yeah. Um, did so you know good. that up on Amazon Prime there is a six episode miniseries? Yeah, there that is. It, yeah, Aaron or um, Eric could be tweeted is, about it. I've watched the entire thing like twice already. There's a couple different things here. Is that if you like Supernatural and if you like the show Cosmos with Neil deGrasse Tyson, yeah, you're probably gonna love lore. Um, <laughs> like it's like it's set up exactly like Cosmos is, but it's like about urban legends. And, yeah, if you and like the spooky stuff that Supernatural's yeah. about, that's a really good podcast to listen to. Yeah. He's even like mentioned it on the podcast a couple of times. He's mm-hmm. a fan of the show, and, and I think. I want to say Kripke is a fan of lore. He is. Like, he I, tweeted I, about it. Yes, he was. He was the one that I found out about the miniseries from. So I knew uh, he mentions it uh, at the, at the beginning of his podcast. Yeah, series recommendation. You guys should check out lore, um, both book. the podcast and the miniseries on Amazon Prime. There's a book too. Mm. Podcast recommendation. Yay! Um, Got off topic yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Back to Moving. our podcast. <laughs> but, so. The questions. I will start off with this one by uh, Anonymous. Our favorite. Back at it again. <laughs> <laughs> so they said, so Alice as a character, homage or an omen of Charlie's return. What do you all think? I um, I believe Felicia Day just got signed for, mm-hmm. for the Magicians. The, yeah, so I don't think Charlie's did. coming back anytime soon. Yeah. Um, unless, I, unless she filmed a one-off already. And right. we just don't know about it. But I don't see her coming back anytime soon. I'm yeah. sorry. I feel the same way. Um, mm-hmm. I would love Charlie to come back. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I'm not uh, expecting it. <laughs> Me either. It's sad because I love her. But um, I, I think it was more of an homage 
to Charlie, like, as a character. And because I, I really obviously saw the parallels there. And, I mean, she literally said, sorry, Charlie, out loud. <laughs> um, I was like, okay. <laughs> I, I don't know her. if it was an intentional homage. Because I didn't really see... I saw Alice as a good, like, standalone character on her own team. Oh, yeah. yeah for sure. So I, I didn't even, like, really see resemblance to Charlie until people started pointing it out. Yeah, me too. Uh, I didn't really think about it that way. Like, yeah, because they just, they seem very, like, very different characters. They're both yeah. kick-ass ladies, but I don't... I, I don't think know. I had already seen people talk about it when I before I watched it. So I think that may have colored my, um, uh, like, Perception. viewing of it. Oh, I love how everyone's just calling her Alice, even though no one actually knows what her real name is. <laughs> like, Dean just called her Alice at the end of the episode, and I was... Um, no, the, the dude oh. said her name was Alice at some point during the episode. Really? She was, oh, yeah. yeah, when they were, like... Yeah. Okay. I continued to call her... Smash. Uh, Smash. Uh, sma- Smash. Uh, yeah, Smash. <laughs> Cause I That's a great fact. name. I like that, yeah. I love that name. Way better than Grab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. like that that's actually really funny because the two names only make sense together and it's obvious so it makes it obvious that Smash is not like her underground like thief name or anything because how often does she really work with that demon? Um but if the, if that was the case where her name really was Smash and this other guy really was Grab and they just came to each other independently I'm like why the fuck is your name Grab? Right. <laughs> like, it, it's creepy. <laughs> oh my god. I know like what? Um maybe we should go on to the next question. So um regarding 1308 great um, we're still on the same episode. That's good. <laughs> From Naomi Gower. Oh, yeah. Um, Naomi Gower, yeah. Sorry. Um, I've already asked Mittens this, but I thought I'm, it might be fun to bring it to you guys. Did you notice the first shot after the title card is Dean repeatedly cocking his gun while wearing his bisexual shirt? I did notice that. <laughs> Honestly, I like I don't notice things like that usually, but I was like, it's the bisexual shirt. Yeah, and then he I was mean, wearing the other one in an earlier episode too, because I was like, uh, "Oh, look, there it is." I'm mainly laughing at the wording of this question. Oh yeah, um, thank you so much for wording this question. Yeah. The way you did, did you think about the it? Fact that he's repeatedly cocking his. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I, I didn't notice that, but I also don't like as much as I yell about jackets and whatnot. I don't notice clothes that much. Um, I think that's the only shirt I really pay attention to because I own it. And, um, because it's the bisexual shirt, but, um, you know, anyway. <laughs> I'm amused that it is now a habit, an unintentional habit, since Dean doesn't technically know Cass is missing, but I love the fact that we now have a habit of Dean cleaning his guns when Cass goes missing. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I kind of love that. Yeah, interesting. It's like, you know what? Just uh, making sure I'm ready for who I gotta kill now that Cass is gone. He's getting ready for who he's gotta kill, and it could also be a euphemism. Oh, true, true, true. true. Oh, I didn't even think about it. And also, <laughs> he's got no one to clean his gun, so he's gotta clean his gun. Um, <laughs> oh, man, I love it. <laughs> Maybe we'll- 
said, I, I was really happy to see the bisexual shirt because, mm-hmm. like, like I said, I don't notice those things, but it makes everyone ecstatic when it comes, and I like people yeah. when people are happy. So I'm glad that it was there because <laughs> I feel like it's been a while since I we've was seen like, it. it's the burger date but shirt. Yes. The last time I remember seeing it was twelve twelve. Yeah, he did wear. Oh, it I didn't know 12. he was wearing it during twelve twelve. I'm off my game, I guess. I think yeah. was he wearing it in twelve twelve? Yeah, yeah, he was. Or no, it yes, twelve twelve. Yeah, he was wearing it then. I remember there was a debate, and then I zoomed in, and I was like, "Yep, that's it." <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me get my shirt. Yes, that's it. Okay. Next it's question. Junior in high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know this person. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um. <laughs> This person is life is a melody. Um, I remember them. Uh, they've been following me for a while, and I'm also following them. I don't know why. That's a mutual. That's what that is. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to talk anymore. Um, they said, "How sad is it that when Alice said goodbye to Sam and Dean, my first thought was, I hope we don't see her again because I don't want anything to happen to her." Um, don't blame you. Yeah. That's I know I don't blame you at all. Like that's my main. That's like that is the <laughs> my main that is like the thing I was ranting about like in our one of our like earliest episodes is like this is the sad reality of supernatural is that they don't know how to write a death. Mm-hmm. So like whenever they introduce a side character now, I'm just like, uh, like you, I'm not really gonna get attached to you. Like I I'm not right. even letting myself get attached to Jack. Like Aww. everyone else loves him. I love everyone him. Loves him. I, I, one, he's, he's not really my kind of thing. Like, I don't really like cutesy characters and he's kind of cutesy for me, but but also I'm just like, you're not going to be around for very long. So I don't really want to get attached to you because I don't want to miss you. So it's like whenever they introduce a new side character, I'm just like, it's your own fault that no one's going to get attached to them because you've taught us all not to get attached to characters. Yeah, that's true. My, I saw some, I mean, we're getting into speculation territory here, which I can't believe, I mean, on this podcast, uh, but <laughs> super um, spec in, in front of my salad, um, <laughs> stands for special, um, it, but like someone, I, I can't remember who said it, maybe it was Silo Demon, um, oh my god, Julie, that's her name, she's, I think it was her, and she said, that she could see Jack, like, being in charge of heaven one day, and I was like, that would be cool. Like, I would like that. But at the same time, because, like, I'm making it better in in the end or whatever. But if that's, and, like, you know, later on that would happen, not, like, right now. But obviously it may not happen. But that was just one speculation um that i saw that i was like oh i would like that i i do like that but i feel like they're pointing away from that just because they're so insistent that he comes with them and he's like no i don't want to like i I can't see i don't know i I don't like i felt like he would not that he would help them or do you know what i mean like they wouldn't he wouldn't do what they want him to do but he would do something different with heaven, but I, that was also the f- after the first time that she said that the um, Duma was there and said we want we're heaven's losing angels and we want Jack to help us or whatever. Um, not this after the second time, which I feel like now is a little less like because it was they were all like 
gung ho about it. Like they they went in on it <laughs> this time. But um, I don't know. Anyway, it's one thing I guess. <laughs> Could be many <laughs> things. I just don't want him to die. I love him. <laughs> I I don't I think accept. they'll kill him. Yeah, I don't think they'll kill him, but I do think that he, at most, he's going to stick around to next season. Mm-hmm. Like, at the very, very most. Like, I I can't see them. I don't. I feel like I just wrote this thought, <laughs> so I must <laughs> have. <laughs> but, like, with a character that's as powerful as Jack is, mm-hmm. they, like, they aren't even, like, really clearly defining what his powers are. Right. Um, because he's so goddamn powerful. And they, yeah, um, they don't want like, to write themselves Yeah, like, in one, they don't want to write themselves into a corner, but also it's, it's like it makes his powers very, um, what's the term? Um, the deus ex machina. Um, yeah, uh, like where it's just like that's like the get out of jail free card. Right. Um, but like Jack, so they would either have, they, yeah they would either have to nerf him to keep him around, mm-hmm. um, like they did with Cass multiple times. Right. Um, the or of they yeah or they have to make him a bad guy. Like that's the only way to keep him on the show with oh, him being as powerful as so he bad. is. <laughs> I know that they're going to at least do it per, like temporarily, like have him. Like go dark side at least a little bit, but um, I just don't well, if he's gonna be a Winchester, he has to. Yeah, that's exactly. true. Um, and I'm okay oh, with. Well, this is a side note. Um, so I saw someone post about this on Tumblr. I have no idea who it was, so I can't credit you. But um, I do like keeping to his last name Klein because that's like the only connection he has to his mother. Yeah. <laughs> so, I also just like the way Winchester Jack Klein sounds. Me too. Yeah, I like the way Jack <laughs> Klein sounds more than Jack Winchester. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> um, and it also shows that families can have different last names. So. Right, that's true. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and Cass doesn't even have a last name, so not until he mar- marries one. Dean. <laughs> Then he, I mean, he could still not have a last name. That's true. He could just be like, I'm still Castile. Anyway, like it's like Prince. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, the angel, formerly known as Castile, except <laughs> currently known as Castile. The angel, currently known as Castile. <laughs> the angel, formerly known as Castile, and currently known as Castile. <laughs> I feel like he would do that, though. <laughs> it's very cast. <laughs> I, oh my god, I kind of want him to use Prince as an alias now. And he's just oh like, my Prince. Or no, just Cher. Prince. No last name. Yes. <laughs> he would use Cher, too, because he's like Prince Anderson. Aguilera. And Aguilera. Aguilera. It's interesting to me that he keeps, continuously uses... Pop stars. Well, not just pop stars, but female, uh, female names. Yeah. He doesn't give a It contributes to the gender bendiness of Cass. Yeah. Sometimes he's Beyonce, sometimes he's Val Kilmer. Right. <laughs> he's Val Kilmer when Dean wants him to be. Cause he, yeah. He was, when, like, embarrassed to say that. <laughs> he was like, I'm Val Kilmer, and he's like, I'm Kil- okay. Val Kilmer. I'm Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Next question. Cast the Nerdfighter said, Hi, love the podcast. Always looking forward to new episodes. I was wondering if you had any thoughts about performing Dean and how he's slowly dropping his macho man exterior. For example, being scared of the scary lion head thing and sucking on his tiny cut or bickering with Alice and telling her to stay weird. I love it when we get to see Dean being adorable and hope we see more of it in the future. Hopefully with Cass. Happy face. I feel strongly about <laughs> um, Dean dropping his Macho Man exterior. I want it to happen all the time. I want him to stop worrying about what people think of him in that way. Because really no one cares but except him. <laughs> um, but I feel like the thing with the scary lion head... I feel like it was if definitely... If he's going to be scared of the scary lion head, it's because it's scary. Yeah, I mean, that was... <laughs> um, uh, I feel like that was... He was also, like, full of caffeine, I think. Yeah. Was, that was why he was, like, so, like, jittery, at least, because of that soda drink. <laughs> um, nerve but, damage. Right, nerve damage. It reminded me of, surge. of Tantrum on mm-hmm. How I Met Your Mother. Oh, we have a different tantrum. <laughs> but it definitely—I feel like it was probably supposed to be surge in in real life. <laughs> but um, so but yeah, it was it was really funny. I loved that scene. Um, and what was the other one? Um, oh, bickering with Alex and telling her to stay weird. That doesn't really seem like a macho man thing not to do. You know what I mean? He like, does that all the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah um, he, he has historically, like dating back to the first season, kind of reached out to people like that. Yeah, and he but, fights with. But people. one thing I want to point out to about say this. that that isn't happening, but I don't think yeah. that is a good example. <laughs> um, one thing that I do want to point out that I I feel like was a great little example of like simple continuity is like he's sucking on the little tiny prick on his finger and I'm just like that's because he's scared of needles <laughs> like like we learned this in season 10 he doesn't oh, yeah. like needles so, yeah I, I think that was like a, a nice little like Tie yeah in. there are like there are little things that Dean doesn't like and one of them's needles yeah <laughs> spiders like and, and spiders yeah, that's, that's just <laughs> hurts like spider, there could be spiders in there, or a spider. If there was a spider in there, I'd probably cry. Yeah, I'd, I'd lose but my fucking mind. Would he know? So, <laughs> like I was just like, yeah, same buddy. I'm right there. You're with right. Yeah, there could be spiders in there. You're right. <laughs> Get out of there. Yeah. Um. I mean, there's a, a definitely a lot of examples of him kind of shedding that macho man exterior. I feel like more while cowboys are kind of macho, I feel like him giving into that like little like fanboy type situation was I feel like more of an example of him dropping the exterior of the um, you know performing Dean because I mean even back he had a hat box man <laughs> even in season six he was like defensive of it yeah you know he was. like. Was like you know whatever. I mean, he. I guess he had to be because people were he, like Sam was making fun of him for it. But but this time he was just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other things. It, it, it is kind of nice that in the same season, within a couple of episodes, Dean fully embracing his like 
interest in cowboys and then a couple episodes later telling Alice to stay weird. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. you stay weird too, Dean. Yeah. Like, your cowboy thing is kind of weird. But... <laughs> right. But it's okay. Stay weird. <laughs> Anyone have anything else to say about it? Agree. <laughs> I do. I do hope we get to see more adorableness. I can almost guarantee it. <laughs> Yeah. Adorable? I don't that think guy. So. <laughs> Pretty much constantly adorable to me. I'm biased. It's like, yeah, it's <laughs> like when um in thirteen oh six when he like goes in into the grave thing and he's like, No, I don't wanna <laughs> <laughs> That was adorable. And then this one was adorable and it's just so cute. He's adorable. He's he's Jensen is really playing up the like the comic factor of Dean this season. Yeah. <laughs> he's I feel he's like so fucking he's funny. Like, he's Dean so was good so at depressed it. for so long. Now we have to be funny. <laughs> so the next question is from Anonymous once again. And they said My comment is for thirteen oh nine. I really think it was out of character for Dean to pull a gun on a kid. Just wondering if y'all or anyone else agreed. Um, (laughs) I think Rayleigh and I have a very similar opinion here um, in that if it's in the show, it's not out of character. Yeah. Yeah. If it's in the show, it's in character because it's, it's in the show. Therefore it is now Canon that they would do it. He reacted. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think it was out of character for him to pull a gun on a kid because he's done it before. Um, Just like not in this, like, this exact same situation or emotional situation, but like um, uh, the LARPing episode comes to mind. Oh um, yeah, where he's like, "Hey, this is a real gun." Um, oh right, right. I I uh, also find that I don't. I agree that I don't think he actually would have followed through and shot mm-hmm. her. Um, I don't think he was actually going to hurt her. I think he right. was just trying to be scary and yeah. threatening in yeah. order to get what he wants. Yep. And I also feel like that was a big, big, big sign of something that I've been yelling for months is that he, Dean is not past his, I will do anything and everything for my family. Mm-hmm. He's not past that. That was a big, huge blinking sign. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think right. he was driven by the fact that, like, his mom was alive the whole time and he denied it and now he just right. feels really fucking guilty about the fact yeah. that he was like, my mom needed me and I wasn't there for her, so now I'm gonna yeah. do anything I can to get her back. Yeah, I agree with all of that. And I think his... I think that it was... We were supposed to be scared about yeah, it we and, and to, to like, think, like, what the this, fuck? Was, this isn't right. Like, Dean, yeah. don't do that. Um, yeah. A it's not like we were supposed to go, yeah, Dean's right here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like The general rule is that whenever you see like a, a main character in a TV show that's pretty well established and has established characterization, if you see something and you go, huh, that's kind of out of character, try and look at it and, and figure out why. Because yeah. that means that there's something else going on there that we're not being told. That it's like if you if your friend was doing out of character things, you're not going to go up to them and be like, that's not how you were being written last week. Like, you're, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, just like you would go, what is going on? Yeah. Why, going why on did you react you? that way? Yeah. Like <laughs> that's and that's what you have to do. Like you have to figure out why he's reacting that way. And we don't know, really. I mean, we can speculate about why, but maybe it'll come up later or Maybe it's just subtext and we can discern ourselves why he reacted that way. Like you guys were talking about like him feeling guilty or like maybe something 
like someone was saying something about like Jack heightening emotions or something when he touches Dean or something. This is a sensitive topic in the family. Yeah, (laughs) it's like I'm personally on the side that there was something weird there. Like they've that whole like fading out, not just of the the uh, auditory. But also, there's like a visualization of things around him fading out. Yeah, everything, never is, once, everything is blurred except his eyes. I know. Yeah, they've never once ever used that effect in the entire history of the show. Like, what the fuck? And it's not like it was some random person directing. It was Phil. Yeah. So, <laughs> considering he's never had that reaction for something happening with Sam, that makes me wonder what the hell's going on there. Because, yeah. like, I know that Dean loves Mary, but. Sam has been the center of Dean's life for, like, his whole life. (laughs) But I feel like people, um, the reason people are saying it's out of character is because they can't justify it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, and people, I feel like people like feel like they need to justify things. Dean right. does, and like you don't yeah. have to. You can just Dean be like, is, Dean was being a dick there, and like right. there can be Dean a reason a why he's being. Character. And that's what makes him yeah. a great character. Like, mm-hmm. like, like I feel like the was, same uh, thing. Oh, never mind. People <laughs> were like saying, like I was talking to somebody, like they were writing like an essay about like Dean, and they're, you're supposed to like persuade them to like them, and then like persuade someone to not like them, and they're like, but I can't think of any reason not to like him. He's perfect, <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, disagree. whatever, <laughs> disagree. He's really not. I mean, like, I still like him, but he's I not love perfect. him. He's, he's not perfect, like right. And it's it's also like everyone also has a different interpretation of the character. Like there's no one correct interpretation of Dean, but in terms of like calls of out of character, one of this might be a surprise to people. I think, uh, what season was that season three? Um, there was actually really, really loud yelling, very similar to the yelling over him pulling a gun on Kaya. Uh, the episode, Justin Bellow, (laughs) um, when, when Dean said the running joke, you didn't shoot the deputy there was a big outcry over that because people felt that it was really insensitive of Dean to say that because Victor Walpizzas had just shot somebody and they were like, well, he's never done something like that before. And I'm like, he, he breaks awkward situations with humor, but right. like it's, it's subjective. It just like, like you latch on to certain aspects of a character and other people latch on to other aspects. And but I'm I'm also of the opinion that if it's in the show, it's in character. I feel like mm-hmm. an accusation of out of character when it comes to writing is something I reserve for fan fiction. Yeah, me too. Um, and like so RPs and it's stuff. It's not something like I can put into the show because if it's in the show, it's canon. Yeah, it's canon. It's being created by like the creators of the show. Yeah. So it's it's canon and it's in character. Like like I've I've seen this post that's goes around that's like if you think something a character does. Um, is out of character, then maybe you need to reevaluate what you th- like your thoughts about said character. character. Yeah, it's like it's like you were saying about justification, like because it was an uncomfortable moment, and obviously no one wants to see a gun. Well, not no one, but none of the sound-minded people in the fandom uh, want to see a gun being pulled on an innocent person of color, like. It's it was so jarring for a lot of people that like people want to be like Dean would never do that but like he did do that and yeah. it's like you can uh, you don't have to justify what he's doing like you were saying even if you don't you don't have to like it 
And yeah, like sometimes you're not supposed mm-hmm. to like it. Like, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, I, I don't is like a flawed it. character. He does fucked up shit all the yeah. time. Yeah, like all the time. He is. A- <laughs> he did. He pulled a gun. He said something um, similar. He did something similar to Chuck. I'm looking it up because somebody oh, like he said like in, in season, season four, four like yeah, if you he do said Dean goes okay he goes he goes he goes okay well then how about this I've got a gun in my pocket and if you don't come with me I'll blow your brains out and Chuck goes I thought you said I was protected by an archangel and Dean says well interesting exercise let's see who the who the quicker draw is yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love him <laughs> Dean it's like that threatens was God people. <laughs> I know he was gonna he, shoot God. <laughs> He's threatening. He threatens people. Mm-hmm. He does that. It's. <laughs> it's him. He does that. It's usually yeah, kind it's of an empty threat, but he's a big scary yeah. man, so they usually yeah. believe it. Yeah. Like I, I don't think his his threats are as effective. Like if he was trying to intimidate, like I don't know, Sam into doing something, Sam's gonna be like, "You're not gonna shoot me in the head." But if, if it's against someone that he doesn't know, like who doesn't know him at all, they don't know that he's not the kind of guy that's gonna, you know, shoot him in the head. He uses that to his advantage. So fun. The next question is actually kind of on the same topic. So anonymous said, "I'll just read it." Anonymous said, "Question for you guys. I thought the shift in Dean's mood was very strange from 1308 to 1309." In 1308, he was very flirty and in his element, bantering with the other characters, mostly smash and grab. And being a supportive older brother to Sam, I'm good with crazy. But in 1309, Dean sort of goes off the deep end. I know he wants to get to his mom, but I was so surprised when he pulled the gun on Kaya. Just wondering if you had any thoughts on Dean's behavior. Dean's behaviors love the podcast smiley face so yeah we did talk about that when was he being flirty I don't know if I would say it was flirty so much as actually he was kind of being grumpy in the same way like with I mean not in the same way he wasn't threatened well actually he was threatening uh, Grav I think he threatened him (laughs) yeah he said I will kill you (laughs) yeah on on Dean's scale of flirting that wasn't flirting to me but again this is the everyone has a different inter- interpretation yeah, right, of different right. characters but um because i was just like, thinking about like who flirting flirt to me with? with dean is his whole like terrible like hey this coffee's hot like <laughs> i feel like it was more on on grab's side the flirting like he yeah. was the one doing the, the flirting if anything because he was like yeah, oh, was but you say that to all the girls but- he was being unresponsive. It wasn't just grab, yeah. but it was also Shrike? No. No, Bart. Bart. Shrike was the old dude. Yeah, and so I don't think he was really being flirty, but that's um, just my opinion. Yeah, just my opinion. <laughs> um, yeah. But, the, the like, since we just covered the whole point of gun on Kaya thing, like, the, mm-hmm. the, the shift in behavior between 1308 and 1309 is actually pretty interesting because... In the beginning of 1309, he's not as upbeat as he was in 1308. That, mm-hmm. That's a definite thing. And me watching with my ship goggles, it's like, hmm, I wonder if it's because Cass is only calling Sam. Right. Yeah. And I wonder him. why that is. I mean, honestly, <laughs> like, the whole thing is, like, yeah, he called him at the end, and they, obviously he said, or he did call Dean, and he said, hello, Dean, or whatever. But 
ever since then, we've only gotten him calling Sam, and it's like, there's no way that they're not going to, like, play that up. I mean, I guess there is a way, but <laughs> there's, there has to be a reason that he's only calling Sam when up until that point, he always yeah. calls Dean. Like, just, yeah, I mean, the like the easy behind the scenes explanation could just be like, well, we have to have some sort of mention of Cass in every episode, but none of the writers want to be like responsible for Dean Cass fans jumping down their throats for saying, why the fuck wouldn't Dean be able to tell that that wasn't Cass? That's true. So yeah. all the writers are like, they're all writing these episodes simultaneously. Right. So it's that's like, true. They they would have to sit there and compare notes. Okay, so did you have Esmodeus call <laughs> Sam? Oh shit, so did I. So it's like, you're right, you're right. I don't know. It could just be the writers wanting to avoid Wink. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But I feel like I don't know. I don't think that they care that much um in that sense. I don't know how much Wink there would be. I mean oh yeah, you know what? There would be. I, there, I, there would be. be. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Oh. I just want there to be a reason. Or I want there to be payoff in that. In that like Well, the way that I watched at the end of it. Dean is the one who finds who notices that it is Asmodeus. Like he calls Dean at the end, and he's like, yeah, "What okay. the fuck? This isn't." I'm 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 really hopeful that Dean figures out that something is up because yeah. he has a habit of doing that. Like every right. single time something is wrong, Dean knows. Right. Like he just he has like literally uh, in the same very episode, very he he's <laughs> very hyper aware of what of Cass's. Mannerisms. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like in that episode, he literally was just like, something's not right about Cass when he said, like, I'm hoping to see you too sooner rather did, than later. Did, yeah. Was it textual that he noticed when Cass was possessed by Lucifer? Because I know yes. Lucifer, no. okay, he did. Did he say, like, mystic. does he seem weird to you or something like that? Oh, something yeah. a little off about him too. Yeah, um, that was it. Yeah. Into the mystic. Because yeah. he ran into Lucifer Cass in the bunker. Yeah, yeah. And, and at the end of the episode, <laughs> yeah, at the end of the episode, he and Sam are talking, and Dean says, "Yeah, Cass is gone," or but something's a little off about him too. Okay, and I thought so. The next time they even see Lucifer Cass, it's revealed that he is Lucifer because he <laughs> gets annoyed with Sam and spills the beans. <laughs> He's like, "Oh my god, I fucking hate you." <laughs> I'm Lucifer, by the way. That, that was actually kind of funny. Like I was supposed yeah, to be dramatic, but I laughed. <laughs> yeah, but if I if I take my Tripping. back to the whole thing of like the shift in behavior between 1308 and 1309, if I take my ship goggles off, I wouldn't understand it. Mm-hmm. So, like, <laughs> so put that back on. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Like maybe I don't know. Yeah, I got nothing. Like, thinking about, like, how she said he goes, or they, I don't know why I assumed it was a she, they, anonymous, said he goes off the deep end. Well, I know he was acting okay, but are we sure he was in the shallow end? Because, (laughs) like, it's Dean, and, like, I, like, he, like, he was kind of acting kind of weird, like, at the beginning, even though I don't really remember that part, sorry. But, um, when he goes off the deep end, like, it's like we said before, he's, he's not lost all that I would do anything for my family bit, Mm -hmm. and... It is still an inherent part of his character. Like, just because it's not, if, if this was, if you replace 
if you put Sam into Mary's current role, no one would have betted an eye. Exactly. That's true. Like You're that's right. that's it. Like like right. it's just it's showing that like Just Mary remember is, he's done worse for Sam. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> A lot worse for Sam. Mm-hmm. Imagine he's got ten guns. I was actually kinda worried about what Jack would think about what happened there because I mean for the most part, he thinks of Dean and Sam as, like, these good people. And they literally just talked about how the angels were bad and that this was his family or his home. He said, I am home or whatever. And it's just like, I mean, okay, you're did. home. And with, with I think Dean's- it relates to the whole, what I think is, like, the ongoing theme of this season of, like, it's not what you are, it's what you do. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... Dean and Sam aren't inherently good people. Right. Like right. they have to make these decisions. Like, and sometimes they have to make these decisions on the fly and mm-hmm. they're going to make the wrong decision sometimes. Yeah. And Dean even gave them, gave him the whole speech of it's like, well, if you're a monster, then we're all monsters. Too. Yeah. So, so they make, they, they, that was a split second dumbass decision on Dean's mm-hmm. part. Maybe he wouldn't have thought about that as being like, like maybe Jack didn't think of anything of it because Dean was, being like, I'm going to kill you, like, at the beginning of the season. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right, yeah. He is, he has been that way with He's him. like, oh, yeah. that's just, just Dean, he's, I, he's but I really rude sometimes. He doesn't think of himself as innocent, so, yeah. but he does think of Kaya as innocent, so that was, I don't know why that was just running through my mind when I was watching it, like, I was like, oh, no, Dean's being a bad influence. <laughs> <laughs> there are worse influences, like uh, Lucifer. So, <laughs> so maybe the next question, which is actually the last question, everyone matters said, what do you think about Dean thinking that Cass has abandoned him? How do you think he's going to feel when he finds out that Cass is imprisoned by Esmodeus all this time? Does Dean even have any right to be upset when he can't tell Cass how he really feels about him? Or is the show just trying to sweep that all under the rug? There's a whole, whole lot in that question. Yeah. Um, let's tackle it one at a time. So the okay. very first thing, what do you think about Dean thinking that Cass has abandoned him? Mm. Um, in the show, I, at the point we are at the show, Dean doesn't think that right now. Right. Yeah, and I feel like he, even he, he knew Cass was leaving, and he right. knew Ca- what what Cass was going to do. So mm. I don't think he th- sees it as abandonment. He sees it as Cass has, like swore himself to this promise. mission. Yeah, he's keeping a promise to protect Jack, and he knows how Cass feels about Jack, so... I agree. I think Dean might be a little bit out of shape because, you know, the whole speech he gave him last season of, like, we're just better together. Mm-hmm. Actually speaking, in the show right now, Dean doesn't know that Cass is technically missing. Right. And He just thinks he's on a lead. For, with yeah, that. and there's and, also and now a, he's in always a the possibility role. that um, Asmodeus is calling Sam, but also texting Dean. Uh, <sighs> oh, so, because that, that would be much, much harder to figure out, like, because all yeah. Asmodeus do to, like, figure out um, how to, to text like Cass is to, like, scroll up through their previous conversation. Right. Although... That's- does Cass still have his phone from, like, when he died? I don't... I, mm. Suspension of disbelief, I'm not going to get into that. I overthink right. things sometimes. <laughs> like, from what we got, like, 
cast really likes emoticons or emojis, <laughs> so maybe all Asmodeus has to do is text him a whole bunch of freaking emojis. So, and he's like, he's like eh, oh, okay. Yes. Cass is on his emoji kick again. <laughs> Why is he texting me an eggplant? Oh. <laughs> I don't think he knows what that means. That's definitely what it, what what I'm going to go with because I don't want to address my feelings. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I agree. I well, I, I feel agree like he with might the, be the text textual thing that he does not know what he's called. <laughs> um, so next next question in the question: uh, How do you think he's going to feel when he finds out that Cass is imprisoned by Asmodeus all this time? How do you think he's going to feel? How do you think he's going to feel? He's going to he's going to have a party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh oh, Emily's starting to turn. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm now a uh, bro only. <laughs> um, Dean hates Cass. Didn't you know? <laughs> yeah, that's why he burned his body. He just really wanted him gone. I was like, oh, oh, finally, I get to burn this. <laughs> um, I've been kind of like wondering about how Cass is going to get out of there because I've actually been like everyone's screaming that Dean is going to go save Cass from Massachusetts, not from hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cass is in Massachusetts mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> because I was actually thinking that it was going to be Jack because that yeah. makes sense because Jack's two dads, like Castiel and Lucifer, are literally in, in cells right mm-hmm. next to each other, and that is the perfect time for Jack to make that choice of, like, and rub it in Lucifer's face of, like, no, you're not my dad, he's my dad. Yeah. Um, I was actually thinking it was going to be Jack, but with Jack being spit into the other world, and I believe with the interviews and spoilers that came out after the last episode, that Jack is going to be trapped longer than Sam and Dean. Then, Probably, yeah. well, I don't know what's going to happen. That's the thing, though, is that he's... Because we saw interviews of Jack, or of Alex, um, he was he was doing interviews on set in, for episode 11. And I think he is still wearing the same clothes, though. I was just thinking. Um, so maybe he is still in the alternate universe, is what I was not... That or Cass is going to be forced to, like, work with Lucifer to get out. <sighs> Which, <don't> meh, <laughs> It's a um, possibility. Yeah. I really did think it would be Jack as well. Um, I mean, I wanted it to be me, of course. But because of everything we, they we, said... Every time Cass is in danger, the whole fandom starts yelling, Dean's going to save gonna Cass, go Dean's going to save Cass, and Dean I mean, Dean Cass. tried I once, but true. it didn't he go tries, very well. But <laughs> can't. That's true. <laughs> I feel it's like... It's almost been an ongoing theme, and I... Yeah, it's, you're right. Like, an ongoing, unspoken theme that, like, Dean hasn't been able to save Cass. All he's wanted to do is save Cass, but, like, dating back to fucking season eight Purgatory, Dean wanted nothing more than then to get Cass out of Purgatory, right. and he couldn't save him then. He couldn't it's get sad. him unpossessed from Lucifer either. Yeah, yeah, oh, no. he, that wasn't him. The They're, only thing that I can that, yeah. think of was the attack dog spell, but he also didn't do that. I mean, he got Rowena to do it, but Sam got Rowena. Rowena. To... Oh, you're right. Yeah, but he, he had did Dean let himself get beat up as a distraction while Sam had Rowena get rid of the spell. Right. So. Ugh, I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I would love it if Dean went to go save him, but I don't think it's going to happen. I also um, really like this theme of Cass saving himself. He's that's true. He's he did a good job, 
being really mm-hmm. annoying. Maybe he'll annoy Asmodeus <laughs> a lot. Like that would be amazing. That would be hilarious. The, he annoys. I, I I also want Cass to save himself, but on the other hand, I want Asmodeus to do something. Like because mm-hmm. yeah. so far he's been incredibly disappointing. Boring. He's got a <laughs> he's got a chicken really franchise sad, to run, you guys. <laughs> the yellow-eyed demon is just like the most fucking iconic character like iconic villain of this show and they've like this is their last chance to have an awesome one and he's just been totally lame i'm sorry I mean, there's <laughs> been four of them one of them has to suck because the other two the other three were pretty cool what i was just thinking was he was trying to get those things out of the ground i don't remember what they're called shadim or whatever Shadim. when are those things gonna come back <laughs> when they have the um, budget yeah, you're right. <laughs> if they don't blow the budget on fucking dinosaurs. Oh my god. Okay, the dinosaurs thing. We'll like, get to I the know. dinosaurs. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. We'll get to uh, the dinosaurs. Because <laughs> I have lots of feelings. Yeah. And many questions. <laughs> should we should we finish up this this question? Yeah. Yes. Um, the next next part was uh, does Dean even have any right to be upset when he can't tell Cass how he really feels about him. So yeah. I don't see how the two are related. Yeah, yeah me either. Like, I'm going to say the I same thing. He has the right to be upset. Like, oh, I don't, I don't have the right to be upset that my friend is kidnapped because I've never told him how I feel. That I, 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 And I like, oh. Dean's always going to be salty when Cass leaves because he doesn't want him to. But Cass right. is like, I have and to. And Dean's just and like, okay, whatever. If, There's nothing I can do about it. Even if he told him how he felt, that doesn't mean that he owns Cass. Like, he doesn't... Cass leaving has nothing to do with Dean loving him. Like, and while he may feel like it does... And Dean's... Um, like, go ahead. Keep going. Oh, and while he may feel like it does, it doesn't. And Cass... And I feel like Dean would, on some level, understand that. Like, he wouldn't be like, well, I can't control what he's doing. Like, so, even if he was like, oh, I love you, Cass. If he said that, Cass wouldn't owe him anything. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. I think on some level, Dean already kind of, like, realizes he can't control him, which is why when Cass said, I'm gonna go do this thing, Dean said, don't do anything yeah. stupid. He didn't try exactly. to stop him. Yeah. And it would be the same way, even if he they knew how each other felt. Like, yeah. I feel like that exact conversation would happen, even if the feelings were known to each other. <laughs> You'd be like, okay, well, I'm um, going to do this. <laughs> okay, don't do it. I'm also going to say something that could potentially be kind of unpopular, but Dean is under no obligation to actually tell Cass how he feels. That's not um, true. Like, he's not. Like, it, it just, it, that's... Except the obligation to be as a yeah. shipper. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's just like, that's... Knowing how healthy relationships work. Sometimes people tell the objects of their affections, their feelings, just to get it out of their system. Like, if you have an unrequited crush on somebody, and even if you know it's not returned, you wind up telling them anyway, just to, like, get moved past it. But, like, Dean doesn't have to say anything. He doesn't have to, like say anything for his entire life if he doesn't want to. That's that's just going to be entirely up to Dean. And he shouldn't say that for Cass's benefit, he should say it for his own. My benefit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, like just again, just how healthy relationships work. You have there has to be a balance there. I do also want Dean to show Cass 
how he feels. Yeah. I feel like that's more important than telling him. Because he's told him how he feels in certain terms. Yeah, he has. Like, you're a family, you know, or you're, like, you're like a brother. Um. <laughs> and that, I know this is also unpopular, but the the whole, the, going back to 1304, the, the big empty, when Cass was like, oh, well, I woke up because Sam and Dean must have made some sort of deal. Cass just kind of assumed that, but they didn't. And mm-hmm. again, we, like, that's getting back into that whole subject that we don't want them to make deals anymore because it's a sign of being unhealthy, but like, Cass just assumed that it happened. Right. And it hadn't. <laughs> um, Ouch. You know, yeah. <laughs> he, he needs that reassurance somehow. Um, some mm-hmm. grand some grand gesture. Hopefully that reassurance comes in. Yeah. In a, Hopefully in a, the reassurance comes way. in the form of something healthy, but knowing this yeah. show, they're not all characters. Yeah. So, <laughs> That's um, true. Yeah. I mean... He, he tried one time, or, I mean, a few times, but like, like going back to that episode where he tried to get Lucifer out of Cass. Like, there was a whole oh, episode right. about it, man. Like, that was big. He tried to convince Cass to save himself. Though. Yeah, right. But, but still, and like, Cass there was an <laughs> effort. He had to trap fucking Lucifer. Like, <laughs> yeah, I okay. don't think, like, because Cass doesn't really talk about his own feelings either. So he doesn't. Mm. I don't think Dean realizes how expendable Cass feels. Yeah, oh, yeah. I agree. Yeah, like, the audience is much more clear on Cass's mm-hmm. feelings because those get exposed to Cass by other characters, such as, like, Metatron and such mm-hmm. as The Empty. But Dean doesn't know because he's not there when those things mm-hmm. happen. So There's always so many things that happen to each, like, to each of them. That the other character doesn't know about, and it makes me so stressed out. <laughs> like, oh, I, he watched him break leaves. Oh, um, he made him, or uh, Naomi made Cass kill a thousand deans. Oh, uh, like it's just <laughs> insane. There's so many things that happen to to each of them. It's just like, just tell each other everything one day. <laughs> yeah. I love any I, fic. I love any fic that does that when they have that conversation. <laughs> yeah, or even like I don't know, my my dream scene that would never happen, but my dream scene for this season is like Sam telling Cass just how fucking broken Dean was when he was dead. Like right. That's um, my dream, my d- pipe dream hurt. scene. So like oh, um, ooh, ooh, I was just sorry. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. I should have just like wrote it instead of me like screaming right now um but i was just thinking okay so he's like talking he tells him or Cass does something stupid again <laughs> like, <laughs> like he, he already does. does and sam's like are you kidding me right now <laughs> like stop risking yourself dean was a mess the last time you did th- that you died i don't want to have to deal with that shit again <laughs> <laughs> Sam is like, I am tired. Right. <laughs> Let me sleep. <laughs> um, yeah. You motherfuckers. <laughs> the last question of the question is, um, or is the show just trying to sweep all of that under the rug? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if well, they're going to address it, but yeah, or I, anything. I, of that nature, you know, not like even just like, oh, his feelings for him. I, 
I don't think that, I don't know if they're going to address the fact that Dean feels abandoned. I, I don't really even think he does feel abandoned. Well, he doesn't right now, obviously. But I don't think, I don't think that they're going to sweep it under the rug because I don't think that that's what they were going for. I, I think they're going to leave it on top of the rug, but not actually talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like all I, subtext. <laughs> it's not going to yeah, be explicit I, in the way people want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. It, it Don't set expectations too high because you're going to just wind up getting pissed. That's just my recommendation here is just don't expect too much. If you set low expectations, you will almost always be happy. <laughs> I have none when I watch this show. I always have expectations just because that's how I live my I, life. I expect but. it to, to be entertaining, <laughs> and I expect yeah, to I enjoy it, but I don't expect, like, certain plots to mm-hmm. come. To, I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I guess I just try to make them, like, realistic plots. I don't get too hopeful. I think I get over things quickly, so, like, if if I'm ever disappointed by something... I'm usually over within a week, and then I'm like, I love this show. <laughs> yeah. So if I, yeah, I usually if I have high best. expectations, and then they're just they're shot, then I'm like, I'm sad for a week, and then the next day I'm like, okay, cool. After the week, I mean, this is again another potentially unpopular statement because I don't think I've seen a single person say this anywhere, and I've been contemplating whether or not to actually say this. Because it's one of those things. This is one of those <laughs> things that I feel like someone is going to jump down my throat over. But uh, this season, compared to last season, the subtext is significantly less. It mm-hmm. feels like more because of last season. But mm-hmm. when you take out that context, there isn't that much. Like because there is there really isn't that much textually there, mm-hmm. whereas last season there was a lot of stuff that was textually there that is making the subtext this season seem much more strong Stronger. and seem almost it's making making the subtext so strong that it feels textual. But when you actually like look at the script, like mm-hmm. what is actually being said, there is not that much there. So th- it could just be that the the habit of that they do where they like they push it forward, push it pull forward, and then pull it back. But mm-hmm. this time it's having a different effect because in context the subject is huge, mm-hmm. like but it requires that context. So that 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 worries me because mm-hmm. like just just from the realistic standpoint of like what our expectations should be like the, the general audience that I'm seeing isn't seeing stuff like that. It, whereas last season, uh, there were a couple of times where people were like, Whoa, that was like, that's going to definitely make the dusty L shippers happy. Like when, when the general audience sits up and is like, yeah, that's a dusty L moment or yes, that's a Dean Cass moment. Mm -hmm. Um, Like where they don't require Dean Cass shippers to explain it to them. (laughs) We mm-hmm. haven't had those this season because it's it's just not as I don't know. I feel like that's a lot of it is because there's uh, even though Cass has been in a lot of episodes, he's only been in like he's been dead. He was yeah, dead. He's, he was dead, and he was and when he's in an episode, like the most he was in an episode was uh, seven. Six. Oh, six and seven though. Well, I guess. It was six yeah, the most, and then seven six, was a little Well, low. seven was just... I, I've erased seven from my memory. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's probably why. <laughs> um, 
But he was in seven quite a bit because uh, he was like half the pot. But um, other than that, like he was in like the first <laughs> bunch of episodes for like five seconds each, and um, and I feel like maybe there's just not a lot to go on there. I mean, there is in the grief, like Dean's grief, but it's still like it's very subtextual there. He, he, and then he they're also kind of building up the wayward thing. So I feel like they kind of right have other things to be worrying about. Yeah, there's definitely a slight lull going on right now in terms of development for Sam, Dean, and Cass. Especially Cass, because we haven't seen him in a while, and we're not going to see him for a while. Because they decided to have him be dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then wake up at the end of an episode. Right. <laughs> like... Those are those count as appearances. You got paid yeah. for those. So, mm-hmm. Like that's part of his contract. So that yeah. means fewer episodes where he's actually got a significant part. Yeah. So honestly, gold. So though. so um, to all the cast fans out there, yes, there is a lull in cast appearances, but that does mean that there will be more later in the season. Uh, and I right, far prefer yeah. that. I would yeah, far prefer too. that because that's because where the that, meat is. Yeah. <laughs> Like, and we know one of them is 16, but... Um, I'm, I'm honestly was very relieved yeah. to learn that he was not in the wayward... Yeah, me too. Two I part. want it to be about mm-hmm. them. Me too. Yeah, it should be about them, and also it, it, it that means they're not wasting a cast appearance for yeah. something that wouldn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah, I, I didn't... I, I saw a couple people saying, like, oh, this doesn't make sense, the cast is not here. I'm like, I disagree. It made a lot of sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> like... like and I really liked the way, like, Jensen talked about, like, that episode, like, how, it's like how the the boys, like, Sam and Dean are on a hunting trip and they haven't been home in a few days and they have to go mm-hmm. save them, like. Yeah, oh like, my god, I can't wait for I'm that so moment. excited. I'm so like, happy. I'm so excited. I, like, can we talk about the dinosaurs now? Yeah. No. Let's talk about the dinosaurs. Because no, there are okay. no dinosaurs. I disagree. I don't think there are any dinosaurs. I, I, I would be elated I, I if there were there dinosaurs. I hope there are not dinosaurs because they're going to blow their visual effects budget if there are (laughs) dinosaurs. Jesus, Um, those are expensive. I feel like I honestly feel like if you're going to do dinosaurs, if you're going to do dinosaurs, make them invisible so you don't have to fucking pay for them. I can't like if they were though, you know, you would be like, oh come on, like invisible dinosaurs. Like that would be so funny. I know it would. One of one of the funniest things that Supernatural has ever done, like one of there are two moments in this show that made me laugh until I cried. Um, one of them was uh, Jefferson Starships in season six. <laughs> I, I loved that because they're terrible and hard to kill. Um, but the other one was the invisible hellhound fight in season five, um, where it was just like they're standing around the room and there's the two hellhounds fighting, oh, yeah. just <laughs> furniture flying everywhere and like clamors flying around. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> Like, if you did something like that, it would be so cheap, and it would still be scary, but it would also be hilarious. Yeah, that would be cool. I I feel like, I don't know, because Kaya said that the bad place has monsters, it really doesn't make sense to me that they would be dinosaurs, because she would have said dinosaurs. (laughs) Like... (laughs) 
Like, I, you know what I mean? I don't know. It just seems like if you're going to a place where there's dinosaurs, that you would say that. Maybe they have. Well, they don't have hellhounds on that world. They have hell T-Rexes. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, the, the, the other thing is, is that I believe... In addition to the giant footprint, wasn't there also a giant skull? Yes, there yes, was. There was. And, it, and it had like a weird horn thing or something. Yeah, the skull did not resemble a dinosaur or bird skull, which no. bird and dinosaur skulls look very, very similar. It looked more like a um, an ape skull. Like, um, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of thinking that whatever giant creature is there is not going to be dinosaurs or dragons or giant right. birds. Or it's gonna be something that we don't know what it is. Yeah, and they've already done dragons before on Supernatural. Yeah, right. Well, the thing I mean, they could have done dragons. Yeah, Yeah. it's an eight, so it doesn't matter if they've already done dragons. Right. Um, but I I really think it's just gonna be something that we don't know what it is. Something that Kaya doesn't know what it is because she didn't have a name for it. You know, like she, I don't know. Maybe I'm just relying too heavily on that one line but um <laughs> um it just seemed like like it, it's so scary to her that that she has no way to combat it which i mean makes sense because she's just a person and then like that hooded figure or whatever i don't know he, deb said something about it in, the, in an interview and i was like okay i didn't even think of anything of it until someone he said anything i was like i didn't even notice it <laughs> Um, I I just love all the Jurassic Park jokes. Oh yeah, those are good. I I think they 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 know full well. Like I think Bobo even posted a poll on Twitter of like, do you think it's do you think it's dinosaurs or Or not dinosaurs? Totally not dinosaurs. (laughs) (laughs) And I think they knew very very well that everyone was just going to be making dinosaur jokes. Oh yeah. I hope there's a dinosaur show in the. I hope there's a dinosaur joke in the episode. Because yeah. it would be hilarious. That would yeah. be funny. I did like, um, oh my god, I'm angry. Okay, another thing that Julie said, Silo Demon, said on Twitter, she said, if Dean doesn't say, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. Yes! <laughs> and I was like, honestly, that's the best thing. And it makes, it's funny because Dad tweeted um, the day of the. Uh, 1309 that um, like this tonight on Supernatural there's no place like home or something like that and I was like mm, the Wizard of Oz up in here mm-hmm. um, but yeah that would be hilarious if he said that <laughs> I love maybe it when Dean has to find sense. ruby slippers oh my god yes <laughs> work it <laughs> I love it when Dean makes a reference I understand yeah. my one hope uh, actually, I have several hopes, but um, <laughs> I will only explain two of them. So I just oh. changed my mind very abruptly. <laughs> um, so, um, my first, my first one hope <laughs> is that the AU still at least has a personal connection to Sam and Dean. How they went into the AU world and they ran into Bobby. I yeah. hope they they run into someone that they know or that there is something to that world that, that mm-hmm. affects them personally, that it's not just like- a world full of giant monsters. Yeah. Um, I and I think like- that hooded figure comes yes. into it. I was just going to say so, that. I was like, I feel mm-hmm. like it has to be someone that they know yeah. in, in their world, at least because why would it be that? Like, why would yeah. he even bring it up in an interview if it wasn't like something, 
mean, if it was a new character, like, we don't really care about <laughs> Um so They have made that mistake before, and I think they know that. The Like, we were all trying to figure out who the hooded figure was before the season finale last year, mm-hmm. and I was pretty sure it was going to be Bobby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was I. But, like, I think we need to do the same thing about that hooded figure this year. I'm about let, to blow it up. Let, let the speculation begin of mm-hmm. who the fuck is the hooded figure, because I'm pretty sure it's someone we know. Yeah, Charlie. Probably- <laughs> it's probably somebody I know I just like I didn't think it was she was coming back, but I'm gonna say it now. <laughs> probably no, somebody spin-off think. related just because that's what episode Right. Maybe Joey. Ooh. 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 <laughs> yeah. I like you know she like comes that. back. I hope for OG Rowena though. Right, that's what Me I was too. thinking. Like I, I thought maybe she went there to like hide. <laughs> and then um, she'll go back with them. <laughs> Maybe I feel like whoever they, they run into is going to be an AU version because, like, of all oh. the, like, they showed us all the multiple universes, and it would just, it would be, there's a whole lot of suspension of disbelief to think that Sam and Dean just coincidentally landed in the same universe. Yeah, I guess you're right. You know, happened to choose. Happened to be right there. Yeah, but I feel like it wouldn't be as. Like, big a deal if Jack could universe jump, if also Rowena could. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And Maya can now, so. I mean, she can she always see could. them. Yeah, um, she can see them, right? And yeah, only I, she can walk through them if she wants to. Okay. <laughs> my, um, my second one hope. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> my second one hope. My new hope. Is, yes, my new, my new hope. The new, new hope. A new um, hope. The, um, like, because the mid-season premiere is technically the, that's, that is the backdoor pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the prequel to it. Yes, it's, it's a two-parter, but it is technically the prequel to the backdoor pilot because all of the characters in there weren't in this episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so the, the, the mid-season premiere is going to focus on the, the uh, wayward characters. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning there's not going to be very much screen time for Sam and Dean. So I'm really hoping that we just get like little teeny tiny comical flashes of like them running for their lives. Oh, yeah. And then like we saw a brief flash like of them being tied to a tree. Um, <laughs> and then like we go back to the wayward story and then we go back to Sam and Dean and they are now like running again. Um, so, oh yeah. Like, I honestly I feel like, like that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, I, I, I just like, I hope that like it just escalates and just becomes more and more ridiculous until mm-hmm. they eventually do run into the giant monster three thing. footed mm-hmm. ape monster thing with Ooh. horns. So. Oh, I think they'll be in it just a little bit more than they were in Bloodlines, just because I read right. an interview and uh, I can't mm-hmm. remember who said it. It was either and he's like, Bobo, it's he gonna said, feel more like an episode, <laughs> an episode of Supernatural, Supernatural rather than yeah. like a separate thing where you can still watch it because you can skip Bloodlines and it doesn't even fucking matter. You can okay. skip Bloodlines, but like I heard about Bloodlines well before I actually watched it. So when I finally got around to watching it, I was like expecting Sam and Dean to be in it for like two minutes, and I'm like. They were in this way more than I thought they were going to be. Like I didn't know what the fuck was going on when I watched I think, it, so I was honestly, like, "What is happening? Where are they?" It's the problem with Bloodlines was was and is always will be the fact that they introduced brand new characters that no one cared about, and Deb even admitted that. So yeah. I'm like, "Good, good on you, Deb." <laughs> Bloodlines could have worked as a show. 
mm-hmm. um, if they hadn't tried to do a backdoor pilot. Right. Like, um, just to be totally honest, because the, the episode isn't that bad. It really isn't. It's just mm-hmm. it's not supernatural, and it's they a, they tried they to use supernatural to, to introduce something completely brand new. Yeah. Like, they should have just, like, separated that from the world of supernatural and made just a makes me think think that deb had this idea and he was just like you know what i'll put it in here yeah yeah my two theories are that deb either had the idea and decided to like try and use supernatural to launch it or that the network asked them to do yeah. it and they asked for very specific things of like, yep. we want monsters and we want romance and mm-hmm. drama I, and all the stuff that makes all the other CW TV shows right. what they are. So That's what my original, that? Yeah, that was my original theory on it too. And I think it's still my prevailing theory because like Deb knows the show so well. And I think he knows what would have worked as a factor pilot and what would not have worked. And I think that he knew that Bloodlines was not going to work. Yeah. But, but he didn't have a choice. I, that's what I yeah. feel like. I really want to believe that it only because like, I want to, I want to feel good about that, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it, I don't know. I feel like Bloodlines felt like, cause like the CW, like the, the shows that do well on the CW are the shows that are based off of something else. Like, the DC shows are based off the comic books. Riverdale is based mm-hmm. off of Archie. Supernatural is an original, but it's Supernatural. And right. and then there's Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and Jane the Virgin. But most of their dramas don't do well. Like, Valor um, and um, whatever the hell the other well, one is. Like, those don't do well. <laughs> I, I honestly feel like they knew that the end of uh, Vampire Diaries is coming. Oh, um, yeah. And they, yeah like, we need someone replace it <laughs> yeah and that's that's the same thing as vampire diaries did have source material in fact vampire diaries was my twilight growing up i seriously read those original books so many times that i my first copies of them fell apart <laughs> um so the the show is way different from the books um but uh anyway vampire diaries did really really well and i feel like they the network was like, well, we need another supernatural romance thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Cause the spinoff oh, of, Di- the, the <laughs> of, uh, Vampire Diaries ended like a year later too. The originals. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know oh, that yeah, the oh, Vampire Diaries was still on. I had no idea that that was a spinoff. Yeah. The originals was a Vampire Diaries spinoff. I, I, no I think it, it either is ending or it just ended okay. because they I announced it's still it. on. Because it I think Sebastian's going to be on it again. Oh, yeah. Um, like, it, shit's still getting advertised it ends to next, me. It so. ends next year because oh. they announced the end of it at, at Comic-Con. Oh, and I remember okay. because I was freaking out because I thought they were going to announce the end of Supernatural. And I was oh, just yeah. like, they're doing it too for... Like, I was, like, freaking out. I was like, damn it, CW! Like... <laughs> If CW wants to avoid ending two shows at the same time, Supernatural is never going to end because I think Arrow's next last season is next season. Like, mm-hmm. I'd be okay with that. Me Sorry. too. I like. I I still watch it just so I understand crossovers and I enjoy some of the characters. But like, I was catching up with that one and it was a fucking chore. Oh my god! <laughs> like every now and then they have a, a a really good episode where I'm like, Yo, Arrow, and then like the rest of them suck. Mm-hmm. Like the finale last season was incredible, and the rest of them was like, 
like, I'm just ready for that one <laughs> to just, they just needed to stop. Is there anything else? Um, well, there's a lot, actually. Uh, <laughs> I already oh. know who my favorite wayward character is. Who is it? Uh, Kaya. Oh, honestly, <laughs> by, by, like, miles. By miles. Well, like, I say that, but I love Claire so much, so I don't know. But, oh. um... I appreciate Claire as a character, but she's just not my thing. She, I think, I feel like she's too young for to for her to appeal to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I, because I have noticed on Reddit that like a whole bunch of like the younger fans are like all about Claire, and then there's like a whole like older contingent of like guys that are like my age and older that are like she's not a good character, and I'm like she's a teenage character right she's, yeah like you don't like teenage girls i feel like right. people have the same reaction to her that people had about dawn and buffy yeah exactly yeah. like she she actually reminds me a whole lot of dawn which makes me actually really excited for claire in wayward because i can't wait for all of her character development because dawn was incredibly similar to claire really like not she really not was. as dark yeah, not as dark, but, like, the whole, like, teenage angst thing, and she irritated me when she first got on the show, and then by, like, season seven, I'm like, holy crap, like, okay. she has, like, some of the best character development in the entire show. So. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Kaya is just, like, super appealing to me. I, I love <laughs> But I, I loved her, like, the, um... This was one part of the episode that severely pissed me off. That uh, counselor at the beginning yeah, of the episode. Yeah, he was dad. What the fuck? Like, that no one would say that shit. I know. I was like, yeah. that was so invasive. There like, was, I get I, they were trying to inform us. Like, right. Like, yeah. that was for more for the audience, but that was, like, yeah. not... Like no counselor, counselor would, would do that. That was, like, all. an example of what a counselor shouldn't do. Yeah. <laughs> Um, how about we talk about the scars on your arm? Like, are you kidding? In group like, therapy. No. Yeah, like... In group um, therapy. What the no. fuck? <laughs> like, that's not how you go about things. In, in group like, therapy for addiction. <laughs> like, in group therapy for addiction, I, not for... Oh, my God. You know, I um, honestly anyway, thought, that severely pissed me off. <laughs> because of that, I honestly thought that he was going to be, like, a bad part. Like, he was going to be an angel that was trying to... Because I knew that the angels were trying to get them or whatever... Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, I feel like this guy's an asshole and he's going to be whatever. And he wasn't because he was just an asshole. Um, well, on the other hand, I've had counselors that were that's pretty true. crappy. That's true. Like, I had one back in high school that pretty much told me that, um, I needed to dump all of my friends. So <laughs> I, I have mixed, uh, emotions with counselors. That's true. Uh, some of them are genuinely really crappy. Yeah. So, um, I guess we just saw a crappy one. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I've, I've I, I just love her her smartassness. And oh yeah, the Trump's America like, thing was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, um, getting into the logistics of the continuity error aside, um, <laughs> the continuity error aside, because suddenly we're in you know Trump land again. When yeah. last year we were in we're some random guy land, Jefferson. <laughs> I, want, I want to say Jefferson Rooney. Is that? I, I want to look it up. <laughs> I'm going to be so impressed with myself as, if that's right because I feel like it's not, and I just named some like random celebrity instead. <laughs> just like it that. is Jefferson Rooney. You're right. Oh my oh, god, shit. that was amazing. Because <laughs> um, um, I've been calling him totally someone, forgettable president dude because I just couldn't remember. Someone did say that it aired right before he was sworn in. I think. 
right? What? The episode. Ooh. What episode? Um, Supernatural. Twelve. Twelve. Yeah, the air, it aired like right eight. after the election. Yeah, so it would what? it would have aired before like twelve oh eight, the one where with the oh. president, the fake president. That so, would have been written before he was elected. Well, yes. It but, would have been aired before he was sworn in. It but was aired I, in between the right. election and him being sworn in, but it would have been written before the election. Right. But the written part doesn't matter because the point is that the new president, Trump, is... He was sworn like, in in it's January. It's technically a con- continuity error because he is now the president and he would have he would not have been during the time that it f- was uh, airing yeah. for us. Mm. So it's not technically a continuity error. However, they have mentioned Obama on the show. So, yeah. I mean, unless they were, there was a time where Obama was president and then he was not, and someone, and this Jefferson guy got elected. They just wanted to add now, another president in their yeah. world. In Supernatural, <laughs> there has been, like, 46 presidents. Trump is 46 <laughs> in Supernatural world. I feel like that actually is accurate. I think that's true. <laughs> he didn't um, get elected for the second time. The, the, the crazy people won twice. Yeah, that one. Yeah. And something else kind of funny is that uh, back in season seven, it was also pretty heavily implied that Trump was either a Leviathan yeah, or was the Leviathan. So in Supernatural... Trump might be a Leviathan, which yeah. would actually explain a whole lot of what's I, going on right now. <laughs> I almost don't want, like, it's like on the one hand, it's like I kind of want them to, like, address that. But on the other hand, I don't want people to dehumanize the fact that that Trump is terrible. Terrible. <laughs> like, actual human beings are monsters, apparently. I just so. thought that was a funny, it was, it was a funny joke oh, they made so then. Funny. Yeah. It's hilarious. Well, see, if we just go with the the idea that the the Leviathan wanted Trump to stay Trump because he's Trump, mm-hmm. um, then we now have this idea that like, yeah, back the then Trump was working with the Leviathan, and now he's working with the Russians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. And the Russians are Leviathan. <laughs> um, <laughs> da, 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 da. All the remaining Leviathan went to Russia. So. There you go. <laughs> it's nice and cold there. People were like reacting about that line and being like, "Oh, I'm not watching Supernatural anymore because they got political." And it's like, "Okay, uh, yeah. bye." Sure. <laughs> because of one, one line, line drop, yeah, they're getting because so political. But that isn't um, even really that, does, that negative. I mean, it it's, does it's, prove it's, the point though that Supernatural has an extremely wide and diverse oh, yeah. audience. Um, but that's. Thing. Someone was like, "Was Obama never president in uh, Supernatural?" And I was like, "Actually, he was." So yeah, because <laughs> they made an o- Obamacare line in season whatever the hell I can't remember what it was. Bobby said it when Dean went to the past. He used and the president's a black guy. And oh, so, uh, yeah. There was a a, a year long president <laughs> number forty five. I, I just try not to get into the logistics of it. They probably just couldn't hire an Obama lookalike to get possessed <laughs> by Lucifer. So yeah, and I mean, I'm glad that they didn't. no, I'm glad I'm, they didn't either. I'm extremely glad that they didn't because yeah. with the whole plot line that they did do. Oh, yeah. oh no! Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> uh, let's not think about uh, it. Well, anyway, <laughs> uh, something about Wayward. Um, 
very excited to see whatever transpires between Kaya and Claire because they're in this episode, this coming episode, a lot together, and I am all for it. <laughs> I I know that you were shipping the crap out of them already. Mm-hmm. Um, I am friend shipping them because mm-hmm. I really want Claire to have a friend. Like, oh yeah, for like sure. Alex had friends. Like even if there was like a fake vampire boyfriend, but she right. was still like getting along with other people in the, in the high school. And Claire hasn't had a friend that, like that wasn't manipulating her. And I just want her to have a friend. They can be <laughs> friends and it. love each other. <laughs> I have like I know, they've confirmed that there's going to be LGBT representation mm-hmm. yep. in Wayward. I have a feeling it's going to be Alex. Mm-hmm. I I just have a feeling that it's going to be. I mean, I'd be okay with anyone. Yeah, uh, I I I honestly don't care who it is, but I just, I just never have a weird gut feeling that it's going to be Alex, mm-hmm. which would be awesome because that would make her very bisexual. So that's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I was like thinking about how it has to be in the episode because they were talking about it when they read the. Uh, um, they were talking the about Chicago Con. Yeah. yeah, so like they had read the script right at that point. Um, I don't know. I, feel like I just they remember they. Ha- I, I'm not sure because they didn't mention when was Chicago that. Con? It was July, like like. Oh no! no. Then they probably didn't. They were it. just talking about like the plans <laughs> like had, for the show, and then like I feel like they had also read a preliminary script okay. last season. Oh, you know what? You're right. They did. Because I I feel like they because they were talking about it, it, things happening and yeah mm-hmm. yeah oh uh, yeah right yeah so but I'm I think- I'm also kind of laughing because Brianna Buckmaster was supposed to be in an episode last season and oh then yeah and then they this video it. thing of like I don't know what's going on and everyone yeah. was like so, so super pissed and it turned out to be a good thing mm-hmm. <laughs> right and they were pulling fast ones on us la- all season last season because Jim Beaver was like I can't believe I'm not in an episode of Supernatural yeah and he was <laughs> um and Deb Jim said Beaver, in an interview out of ranking the fandom so right <laughs> didn't he also like Mel sent me a while back, like his big elaborate prank when he was, I think it was when he was filming for season eight or something. He w- he made this like big elaborate thing of like how he was filming for some movie and it, there was like a Bigfoot or a Yeti or something in it. And like, he was like coming up with this like completely bullshit story. And it turned out the reason he was up in Vancouver was because he was filming too much. <laughs> I don't remember that, but that's hilarious. Well, I wasn't really, I mean, I was in the fandom, but not like, that much. I don't so remember probably, what season it was, but yeah. well, if it was season eight, then I wasn't aware. <laughs> it, it, it's really surprising to me. Like I feel like just because they're saying yes, there's going to be LGBT representation. No, they're not all straight. That doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be in that episode. And I kind of don't yeah. want it to be in that episode. Like, yeah. in, unless it's just like a side comment, like it was from Charlie of like, I don't like girls, but it's just like. I don't want romance in that episode. Like I don't like yeah, I romance, get what you're and saying. it's just like instantly. But I felt like in. it was, it was. I mean, I feel like it was probably going. I don't know. I feel like because it is like we said a CW show. I feel like, and even Deb said in the in like um, an interview somewhere or something. He said something about romance, but not mm-hmm. specifically with this episode. But like for the show. And I feel like that's kind of what the CW wants, 
Um, they want some aspect of that. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not saying so. I don't want romance in the show, no, I but know, I don't but want I think it in the very first episode. I like, feel like they want that though. Like the CW would want that. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want that at all. I hate. That. I know. I agree. Establish I think, the characters well, no, agree, and, but... <laughs> and make there be a love interest. It's just it, it always makes for a bad story when you oh, start yeah. with love interests. But I feel but like the, it's mm. not. That's not really where they've started because they've already introduced these characters as characters themselves. And so, you know what yeah, I mean? It's just like, like I not, don't see with all the other stuff going on, I don't see how there's room for romance. I mean, I agree, but I feel like maybe it's more, it, it wouldn't be like, um, wow, like, I don't know. I, I feel like it would be more like, oh, looks at each other or something like, you know what I mean? Like not just being like, even imagine, but uh, I, I'm just, more in favor of a like, side comment of like yeah yo i'm not straight and then they they can play with that when the show actually starts right <laughs> that's I what mean, I, I would definitely like that <laughs> i would be good with that i also right. just want i crave the day when the first thing you find out about a character isn't that they're not straight like right. so that's why that's partially why i'm rooting for it to be alex um mm-hmm. because we have already met her I just um, feel like it would have been clear at that point. <laughs> like, because Alex, I mean, at the same time, you're right, because they could be bisexual. But mm-hmm. I felt like Claire would could be gay because we've never seen her interact with a guy in that sense. You know, like, we've I'm, never seen her. I'm kind her of hoping that she is, I kind of am secretly hoping that she's, like, finally the ace representation. That's true. That yeah, I was well. going to say, I could see her as a romantic. Yeah. I could see that like as well, right. in general. Mm-hmm. I Go just ahead. want. I mean, that would be awesome if they had a bisexual and an asexual character on the show. Like, that just, would, that just awesome. saying. That would, that would be how, like, the because like, um, they have a bisexual character in the DC shows, and Supernatural mm-hmm. could be like, haha, <laughs> we got, we got uh, two, got more than one of those kind of characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just want all of the interactions with all of the wonderful people on this show, and I want. It now, but it is later. <laughs> that said, I already have a feeling that if I am going to start shipping any of them, mm-hmm. um, I ha- just based off of the spoilers that we've already gotten, I have a feeling I'm probably going to start shipping Claire and Patience. I thought that's um, what you were going to say. <laughs> because, I, I just I love the the whole Enemies like love hate relationship things, and when they're like rivals, and when they don't like each other, and they argue, mm-hmm. and then they argue so much, and then they get closer while they're arguing, and then they're making out, and like I I, I, I love that stuff. <laughs> yeah. I would be down for any relationship with any of the girls. With each other at all, that would be. I was just like thinking, I'm like, you know, I'm mad that they went like because I really think that they're gonna like shove the like sisters vibe between Claire and Alex, and I hate that because when I first um, conceptualized them meeting each other and stuff, I was like, um, they're in love. Um, <laughs> I so, knew they. I thought I felt like they were gonna hate each other and not like in the fun way. Right. Well, I thought that they were going to hate each other in the fun way. And, um, I mean, I feel like that is kind of how they hate each other now. Uh, they don't really hate each but other. But now they're going to Radiohead. But, 
either, so I don't think they oh, each other. I just love it. <laughs> See, I still love them, and that's what upsets me, because I'm like, I love them, and I'm going to be like, people are going to be like, mm, incest, and I'm going to be like, they're literally not related, and they met each other Those like a year ago. Those are the people that ago. don't understand the definition of incest. I know. Right? Those people okay, need but... to watch The Flash, because Barry married I know, the girl grew he grew up together, together. and my mom, like, my grandma's like, weren't they like brother and sister? And I was like, they weren't related. Barry right. didn't start living with them until he was 11. <laughs> I just feel like because of the way our fandom is, though. Yeah. But anyway, I'm dying. So I, I'm kind of still laughing at the I <laughs> the whole, like, the arrow hallway thing. And like, oh, yeah. you look at the height of the arrows, and I'm like, Oh, yeah. Why aren't you crawling? Yeah. <laughs> Rolling a guy is way more fun, though. But I was like, they. I mean, all they had to do was one, create it so that those those things weren't so high up, or two, crawl. (laughs) Like there were. Sam's not used to being not tall, and he just really didn't want to risk that. It's like, wait, what is this? Sam is so tall that even when he crouches, he attracts head high arrows. Yeah. (laughs) Did you Did you see him in that grave in Tombstone? That's my favorite um, screen cap. I want Jared to sign it. <laughs> okay, so the whole heist situation thing definitely reminded me of Baby Driver. Like, it was so obviously a play on Baby Driver, and I was like, okay. I have no is, idea what that is. Um, it's a well, it's movie. A newer movie, it, um, and it was about a kid who was really good at, like, driving. He's not a kid. He's I mean, he was, like, 19 or something. I don't know. I don't know. He was young. <laughs> and so he was the driver for the, like heists, basically, because he owed something to the guy in charge, who unfortunately was Kevin Spacey. And um, he was so Kevin Spacey had this like deal with this baby driver. Um, his name was Baby, and um that he had to do this job, these jobs for him um, to pay off something. I can't remember what it was. Anyway, so it was basically exactly like that. Like, she, or uh, Smash, owed something to Bart, and so Bart uh, had this deal over her and was holding it over her and making her do these jobs for him. So it was exactly like Baby Driver, and... Like, they met in this warehouse, and they had, like, names. Like, it would, like a heist, I guess, would kind of mm-hmm. be. But, um... It was it's also a Storm's backstory. What? It's also Storm's backstory. I don't, kind Storm, of. Storm. Storm from X-Men. X-Men. Oh, that I don't know. <laughs> and, technically, Dean is Baby Driver. <laughs> yeah, one time Robbie tweeted a picture of him with the car and he was like the real baby driver <laughs> right yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah um it was just very strange and i was like um this is very much baby driver which i was upset about because kevin stacy <laughs> um this episode was written <laughs> before that so um anyway um that was just one thing that i noticed there were um parallels to i also Love the fact that Sam's wearing his jacket, and no, he should not have used the jacket to smother out the burning spell. He's got giant <laughs> feet, okay? He has giant Definitely fucking feet. Definitely could have 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I laughed when he was trying to blow it out, and I was just like, oh, my God. I was like, he literally did that. That was was the dumbass moment of the episode. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. try try a way that you know is actually going to put it out and then have it not work. Right, exactly. Sam, I have a feeling, did not fail science class. (laughs) Right. Hold on, let me fan this fire. That's how I put it out, right? Yes. Um, I did see one complaint on Reddit that I didn't see on Tumblr, which was, I think, I I was able to explain to this person that it wasn't that big of a a bad of a complaint, but it also is kind of interesting. This dude has this house full of, like, supernatural artifacts, and Sam and Dean didn't plunder a thing when, and, Mm. (laughs) like, um, the person on reddit was like hello men of letters <laughs> just like in in their defense i don't think they've emptied out john's locker storage thing right <laughs> true yeah and i think uh, actually the point that they were trying to make kind of makes the opposite point where they have the men of letters bunker they have other things themselves yeah. like they don't yeah. really need to they do. don't need a basilisk tooth yeah, yeah and they don't tend to go looking for things not, unless they necessarily need them they don't right. just collect mm-hmm. yeah they are not collectors bella would have gone ape shit oh them, yeah but, true um sam and dean aren't vultures yeah because when they went into their dad's storage locker they were looking at their old stuff not the supernatural yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. And they usually go in there to get something specific. Yeah. So it is, that has actually been bugging me for a minute that they haven't brought all of the stuff from John's locker into the Men of Litter's bunker because I would think that uh, that's safer. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then if they needed something out of that storage locker, they wouldn't have to drive across the fucking country. Or where is the storage locker anyway? I can't remember. Little Rock. Where's, no, where is Mittens Morgle? She would know. It's something. It's it's Black Rock. Bad day at Black Rock. I don't know where that is, but I know that's where they had a bad day. Because <laughs> that's one of my favorite episodes. Super Wiki to the rescue. Mm. Oh, oh, you know oh, what we could oh. talk. Huh. Oh, I know. also have. This is just a funny observation from 1309. Um, the fact that they <laughs> were in a fucking like derelict shipyard. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's that is so funny to me. It's like, what? I don't understand where that came from. It was... But, well, I, I don't understand where it came from, but, like, it's just funny to me that it was a b- bunch of, like, broken ships. That's like, true. Let's talk about it. <laughs> My ship is broken. <laughs> all the ships are broken right now. That's true. Something interesting. Daniil. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Danielle's gonna be on the show. Exciting. I am like everyone was like talking about the fact that she's gonna be playing Sister Joe, which makes everyone think that she's gonna be a nun. Mm-hmm. But I'm attaching more to the faith healer aspect of that. Right. Um because of the history of faith healers in the show. Mm-hmm. Like one was like um Roy Lagrange, um, back in season one. Which was very, very, in my, uh, one in my opinion, one of the greatest episodes of the show, but also very pivotal for Dean's entire character development. Oh, yeah. Um, But also, another faith healer that we had turned out to be Emmanuel. Yeah. (laughs) Which was Cass. So that that just, 
excites me for various reasons. Mm -hmm. But from the sounds of it, it sounds like she's going to be mostly interacting with Lucifer. And I'm kind of like, why (laughs) Why does Lucifer have interest in her? Like, is he hoping that she could heal his grace? Or maybe... Um, but also with the fact that Emmanuel turned out to be an angel and not even, maybe. like, was aware that he was an angel, maybe she's an angel mm, in hiding or something. Or, like, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't, mm. I don't know. I, I, I was I'm thinking kind of about, like, why does he need a faith healer, like, in general? I mean, maybe he got hurt, too. Cause he doesn't have his grace. Right, cause so he can't heal I, himself. So oh, I'm kind of thinking that he's trying to get her to help him get his grace back. Oh, I know, but what? But I, I was just thinking, like, I don't know how. The, like, obviously, that's never been like established before. Like, obviously, which was makes sense oh, because they can establish it now. But, yeah, considering um, he's ready, the episode. Oh, you're right. <laughs> can be any number of weird. Right. Unbelievable things. But it could so. also just be that because he doesn't have his grace, he got hurt and no one's going to help him. <laughs> so he tries to be healed by her. Um, um, the grace thing definitely makes sense, too. Um, but I'm just intrigued in general. <laughs> I'm intrigued and I'm excited that she's going to be on. Yes. Um, it's it's uh, about damn time. It's also really hilarious because she joked like years yeah, ago that she was going to be on season 13. <laughs> and this is hilarious because um I'm um I have a, a PlayStation and um PlayStation Network has communities and just like on a whim I was like, "Oh, there's a Supernatural community. Cool." And like someone over the summer had posted, "Danielle's going to be in season 13." And I'm like, "What? This is the only place I've seen this rumor. What the fuck?" Right. And so mm-hmm. I was googling to try and figure out the source of this, which is how I found that like years old tweet. And I'm like, "Yeah, that's a joke she made. Sorry." And it turned out that that person was right. <laughs> That's so, so funny. (laughs) Oh my god, I can't. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, It was confirmed at the last convention. Uh, Jensen confirmed that the character was created specifically for Janine. For her, yeah. Um, Which makes me excited. Um, Yeah. That kind of, just because of, like, you know, the way that shows work and you have to plan ahead and whatnot, that does make me feel like that this has been known for a while. So yeah. My, do you want me to tell you my pipe dream wish? Yeah. <laughs> the one that's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm fascinated with the fact that, like, they played with it last season of Cass being in a female vessel. Maybe mm-hmm. the way Cass gets out of the Massachusetts hell cage is by leaving and possessing someone else. So... Mm-hmm. I would love that to would see Daniel so play Cass, and that would just be oh so God. fucking hilarious. That would be so amazing. I would love <laughs> that. That would never happen in a million years. But yeah, but it would be so good if it did. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't know much about her other than being married to Jensen. So <laughs> How dare you? Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I saw her in Ten Inch Hero, um, which... Just, nothing nothing bad about her acting or anyone else's acting. I just didn't like that movie because I felt like it sent a really bad message. But it's also been years since I've seen it, and I don't remember why I didn't like the message. Um, I've never seen like, it. I just, and I know I've seen her in something else, but I can't remember what it is. I never watched I one. I saw her in, uh, was it Waiting 2 that she was in? 
Oh my god. Um, <laughs> have you seen Waiting? The movie. Because I know what's his name was in it. Oh my god. Rob, <laughs> Rob Benedict. I don't know why. It's I knew a, you it was about Rob. waiting tables like on at a restaurant. And it, um, Ryan Reynolds is the main character. I think there was a sequel and she was in it. Um, and I think she was like flirting with Rob, which was so strange. Um, I think she might have kissed him, actually. I think they joke about that. Anyway. I think they do joke about that because I remember, yeah. like, Rob being like, I've kissed your wife or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I love that. Oh, it's pretty. It's a it's, pretty. I, I it's a launchy movie. I watched a little bit of um, One Tree Hill because one of my friends, one of my college roommates wanted to watch it. But I don't know if she was in the ones I saw. Or not, I just remember Chad Michael Murray being in it, and I was like, it's that guy from that thing that I've seen. I can't remember what it is, but <laughs> I know who he is. I'm just noticing that it is 2.21 yeah. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> um, if we miss uh, something, we'll I've, get to it over the hiatus. We should uh, formally announce this. We're still looking at the logistics of it, but we are going to be doing a holiday giveaway. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. It will most likely happen, I'm thinking, after Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it'll be a point. it will be a New Year's giveaway. So yes, like a, a celebration of the New Year coming. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, so we, 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 got, yeah, we got lots of good stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're still figuring out come. how we're doing it. We um we're hoping to do a live episode, but if we can't figure out the logistics, we'll just probably do it in the standard. Tumblr reblog giveaway thing. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, so it's just as a thank you for everyone for listening to us. Yes. Like, can you guys believe we've been doing this for half a year now? I mean, it's crazy. Wow, that's crazy. And there's 20 episodes. This is the 20th episode. Yay! It's the 20th episode. Yay. <laughs> it's kind of a milestone. Yeah. It's an even number. So. Yeah. <laughs> For hey, me, on it's the a- next episode, we can drink. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Actually, that sounds like a great plan. I love this idea. We need to plan the day of when we do yeah. this. That way, I we don't work the do- next day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we should have some great debate while drinking and have uh, Jen be our moderator. Yes. <laughs> That's like a good idea. She can be the referee. Yes. <laughs> we, we should pick some very contentious topics and have at it. So. <laughs> Listeners should send us in the topics. Oh, yeah. It can yeah, be anything. So what, what, we're going uh, to get a bunch of, like, oh, queer banning. <laughs> okay. what, what great controversial topics would you like us to address while drunk? <laughs> be aware that we will be drunk. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh... <laughs> If we say things, it's because we're um, take them lightly, I guess. <laughs> uh, this might not happen at all. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Send it's, them anyway, because it, it might yeah. happen eventually. It might not right. happen next time, but we'll keep them in mind. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And since we're in hiatus, if anyone has suggestions for episode topics while we're on hiatus. I know it's only a six-week hiatus, but if you guys want us to tackle anything specific besides just general spoilers, um, what do you want to hear us talk about? Mm -hmm. So, my name is Emily. 
Um, you can find me at Cluster Jam on Tumblr or Cluster Jams on Twitter. Jen isn't with us today, but you can find her at Wigglebox on Tumblr or Wiggleboxes on Twitter. Um, and I am Chrissy, and you can find me at K-Vichon on Tumblr or Vichon on Twitter. I'm Rayleigh, and you can find me at Salty Butt Combo on both. <laughs> it's never not funny. Um, I know that's the best part. Like every time somebody adds me on Twitter, I'm like, the, the day I, the day I don't laugh about that will be the day that I'm like lost my sense of humor. Right. <laughs> and then I will change it to high seas butt combo, and the game has begun again. I'll be right back. <laughs> 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 butt shake. Oh my god. Oh, butt shake's a good one. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Super Spec Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a rating and a review on iTunes. That helps us get more visibility and reach more listeners. As you heard, we are planning on doing a few episodes during the mid-season hiatus, so if you have any topic suggestions, please send them our way at Tumblr or Twitter at SuperSpecPod, or email them to us at SuperSpecPod at gmail.com. As always, we'll continue taking questions or comments, so send those in so we can include them in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening.